just had some ready. <laughs> You're already punching yourself. It only takes one. Yeah, apparently. Okay, welcome, welcome, welcome. This is It Came From Theater 7, the movie reviews news podcast. I am your host, Scott Zielinski. I am joined today by the, uh... Hi, Chelsea Wolf. <laughs> you might as well be. You're high on caffeine. No, I'm not. Yeah, she just had a Red Bull for like the first time. Two sips. That's two sips for the first time, so she's wired. No, I'm not. We are also joined today, of course, by Tyler Taylor. How's it going? Uh, tired. Yeah. Tired Tyler Taylor. You're not the oh, first shit. or the last. <laughs> <laughs> Is that going to be your rap name? Tired Tyler uh, Taylor. Darius called me Tyler the Creator. Ah! <laughs> That's taken already. I'm aware. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, so uh, yeah. Uh, what am I saying? I don't know. There's, don't there's know. a lot of dead air right here. Um, so uh, you guys see any good things lately? One, uh, well, I'll, I'll just bring it up right now. Um, the Netflix uh, series, uh, The Haunting of Hill House, is something that is out now, and I would totally recommend watching it. I only ju- I only just finished the first episode, and I'm like itching to watch the rest of them. Tyler, when did you start it? Yesterday. <laughs> Finished it already? No, I'm up to episode eight. Okay. Oh my yeah. god, I'm it's... not even that hardcore. Oh, I like I said, I stayed up until four thirty in the morning watching. Yeah, Jeez. that's it's so good. It's from um, Mike Flanagan, who he directed uh, Oculus, Hush, Gerald's Game, and uh, Ouija Two: Origin of Evil, which is actually d- don't judge it just because it's a sequel. It's actually a really good like standalone. Especially because I've never heard of the original. Really? It was it's a really shitty run of the mill teen horror movie, PG thirteen, and it's complete garbage. And the, the the one he did is a prequel to the original one, but you don't need to see the original one. So it's it works on its own, and it's really good. The girl, actually, one of the um, daughters in Haunting of Hill House is the lead possessed girl in uh, Ouija, too. And kid she's version, awesome. Kid version, adult, or adult? Uh, kid version. Okay. Yeah. She's in, she's in Ouija, too. She has a scene where she, like... Uh, a, a character, like a friend of the family, like bumps into her in the middle of the night. It's like, oh, Sarah, I didn't, I didn't see you there. Like, how are you? She's like, good. Do you, you want to know what, it, what it's like to drown to, uh, to stri- be strangled to death? And she like describes w- what it feels like to be strangled to death. And then, and she's like, all right, good night. And then goes away. <laughs> and the guy's like, what the fuck? It's such an awesome scene. That movie's really underrated. Would have been great. She's like, it's breathtaking. Fuck <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Directed by Michael Bay, maybe. <laughs> It's breathtaking explosion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm strangling to death. Boom! It should explode. Oh, okay. Um, so you seen anything uh, good lately? I'm trying to think. I'd, you've fallen asleep during everything we've watched lately. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nothing. We got nothing, do we? I. We're a fun bunch. Watched the, the new season of Big Mouth. Yeah. And it was funny. Yeah. I liked it. I can't nice. think of anything, like any new movies I've seen. No. I don't think so. Okay. Sorry. I also got Mindhunter. Right. Yes. Mindhunter. Tyler just saw Mindhunter. I'm excited yes. for the second season. Yeah, second season's probably going to be great. When is that coming out? Oh, they don't have a release date yet. Mm-hmm. It's just 2018, so it's sometime in the next three months. Oh, yeah. no. I know. Long wait. It'll probably be like another Daredevil situation where like two weeks before it comes out, they're like, yeah, it's coming. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, I can't wait I for Daredevil minded. season three. That's I, I, you, you don't care. I don't care. Um, I care about my. But, have you seen the Daredevil series? 
Yeah, those are the only Netflix shows. Oh, okay. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll we'll dive into that when we get to the news, because there's, there's an article there. Yeah, I know Ooh. what you're talking about. Yeah, you do. Um, Stay tuned. And I'm so happy about it. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I'm unreasonably reasonably happy about it. Okay. Um, all right. Let's dive into reviews. Diving into reviews. You always have to get the last word, don't you? Maybe. <laughs> Attack of the Critic. Gareth Evans, director of the Safe Haven segment of VHS 2, and more notably, two of some of the best action movies ever made, The Raid 1 and 2, takes another dip into the horror genre with his Wicker Man meets the Sacrament mashup Apostle. Ooh. It's 1905, and Dan Stevens of uh, Downton Abbey and The Guest uh, stars as Thomas, a faithless man on a, on a dangerous mission to rescue his sister from a sinister religious cult on an isolated island. As he gets closer to finding his sister, he gets dragged deeper and deeper into the bizarre supernatural truth behind the workings of this mysterious and horrible community where it seems like getting stabbed multiple times is a prerequisite. Wow. Yeah. Intense. Um, yeah. Feel it's, good movie. So it's, it's very much like Wicker Man, Sacrament type of movie. Like, like a mm -hmm. Sacrament without the found footage gimmick. I love the Sacrament. Um, yeah, Sacrament's underrated. Um, I, I liked it very much. I, I had no problem staying up late watching this movie. I, um... Because I, I was planning on just putting on Evil Dead 2 and falling asleep, and then I remembered, like, oh, I can watch The Apostle. Or Apostle. And so I I put it on, and I was hooked pretty much right away. Dan Stevens is a guy I, I like a lot. He was on Downton Abbey. He's also on Legion, the TV... The, like Is that like an X-Men TV series? I think so. I heard about I, I heard it's really good, but I haven't seen it, but people might know him from that. Wasn't he also in the Beating the Beast movie? He was, yeah. <gasps> He wow, played, that was beauty. really random. I totally yeah. just like I was like, why does that sound familiar? And yeah. then I remember seeing him, and I was like, he's not hot enough to be Beast. And then I was mad. <laughs> <laughs> well, the the only thing I had actually seen him in was The Guest, and I I really I love that movie so much. Mm -hmm. It's that's an excellent movie. And uh, he's he's great in it. He's very like intense, but like really likable mm -hmm. and charming at the same time. But he can like turn that on a dime and be super sinister. But here he's the uh, he's the protagonist, and um, he, he was he was really good. He was he was very intense. Like watching him made me nervous the entire time because really? he looks like he's about to. I think they established that he. I think he has like an opium addiction or something okay. in the movie because he frequently takes like these drops. I don't know if that's opium. I don't know. It's the 1900s, early 1900s. Um, so he's a very like intense presence in the movie. It's a, it's just a it's a very good horror movie. One of the better ones that's on Netflix, and Netflix has a lot of shit on it. Um, mm -hmm. As far as horror goes, um, but uh, watch horror, just watch Hill House. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> this and Haunting of Hill House were pretty, uh, pretty good, pretty good October releases for them. Yeah, w one thing I really liked about this movie was like the creeping sense of dread it has. Like the more he gets involved in this community, and uh, the more you, like the routines of the people get like revealed, and it's by them it's very like matter of fact. Like, oh, this is a thing we have to do: bleed into a jar and then leave it outside your door. And like, he's like, what the fuck is going on? But it's like normal for all them. And he's just like trying to find his sister, so he's like playing along. And um, no, it's 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 really good. And uh, anybody who has seen the Raid movies know that knows that uh, Gareth Evans has some pretty crazy camera work in the, in his movies. And this movie is it's not an action movie, but it's very similar in that like it's very. Uh, it's very kinetic and it, it moves a lot in, in interesting ways. There's mm -hmm. a lot of like tilting and rotating the camera and like and, and it, it really some of the the shots are really memorable because the way that like the camera just like creeps into the scene and and, and uh, yeah. But the um but the horror stuff I really enjoyed in this. It felt kind of old fashioned in a way. It's um when I don't want to give it away, but when they like reveal 
the supernatural stuff that's that's happening, it uh, it really got like it got turned up like several notches. Because up until then, it's just like, oh, there's something off about this town. But then it just goes on like full on crazy mode. And um, no, it was really good. Something that immediately jumped out to me uh, with this movie was the music. It was very like minimalist, but it's not minimal. Like a lot of the instruments are like a with whatever they use to create the music sounds like it could have been made from stuff that was only available in like the 1900s there's a lot of like strings and tings on like sounds like it sounds like someone tinging like on a bowl or something and like it's but it's very like it's very it's very intense um but yeah it's it's a beautiful movie the cinematography is great there's a lot of a lot of fire and especially like there's a scene halfway through where you, they reveal a good bit of uh, Dan Stevens' uh, backstory, and there's like a shitload of fire in the scene. It's it's a beautiful it's a beautiful scene. It's probably mm-hmm. the most memorable one in the whole thing. But it's um it's really good. The set design's great. The uh, like the lair where the supernatural stuff mm-hmm. takes place is really like it really wowed me because it's like there's like this for example there's like a whole hallway that leads like inside this area and it's entirely made out of like vines and like wires and it's very like almost like if Texas Chainsaw was in like the 1900s, mm-hmm. like because it's very like dirty. It's it's an extremely dirty movie. I felt filthy watching it because everybody is covered <laughs> in like bits of dirt and the clothes are ratty and it's very like wet and muddy and just like. Yeah, but you always feel dirty. Yeah, yeah you do. Yeah, I do, <laughs> especially at night. But um, but. <laughs> Don't look at me. <laughs> I was looking at Rocky. <laughs> yeah, she's looking like, dude. I'm laying in your bed right now. <laughs> Rocky's my dog. I don't know if that was ever mentioned on this podcast. Uh, Hi, Rocky. <laughs> not some some person that lays in my bed. <laughs> um, Rocky's the dwarf. <laughs> the dwarf. Um, Rocky sounds like a good name for a dwarf. I don't know why. That's, is that weird? <laughs> a little bit. You just want to watch a Rocky movie where Rocky blows a dwarf. <laughs> little person. <laughs> Wait, so I can't say dwarf? I thought that was like the politically correct term. See, even you don't know. You're shaking your head like you don't know. <laughs> I don't want to fucking hear it. I don't want to fucking hear you turning off this podcast. I, no, I'm not making fun of... Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm making uh, fun of them. Yeah, Tyler is. And it's not going to change. Yeah, d- d- direct your hate mail towards towards Tyler. Um, <laughs> no. Um, yeah, no, I, I really enjoyed this movie. And the the antagonist, that uh, the, I guess, mortal protagonist of this mm-hmm. movie is, is played by um, Michael Sheen. Yeah. Who's in, uh, he's been in a bunch of stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. Do you know who he is? I, I feel like you, Some... you probably know him. No, he's in Twilight. That's not Michael Sheen. Isn't, Isn't Michael it? Sheen Charlie Sheen's dad? No, 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 that's Martin Sheen. Okay. Michael Sheen is. Yeah, Michael Sheen's the one with the high-pitched laugh. Yeah, yeah, from Twilight, the, you've seen them. I right? didn't see that one. It's the last, the last one. one and Yeah, you showed me that clip. Yeah. I just didn't. <laughs> that guy. Yeah, yeah I that's didn't Michael watch Sheen. that. Okay, I don't care. He's yeah. a gift. Yeah. He's actually a really good actor, but but in this he starts out as kind of like the Jim Jones type. So you're um, like, oh, that's the guy I'm supposed to hate. But but mm-hmm. but as it goes on, sides are revealed to his character, and he becomes more sympathetic. And because he like, at his core, he... <laughs> Rocky's fast asleep. Um, <laughs> at his core, like you, you can tell, he like wants to change, and he doesn't mm-hmm. have the stomach for the violent stuff. And um, and that's really, really cool to have a villain that's. That, that's like three dimensional yeah. like that. Um, I should watch this. I really want to watch this now. Yeah. I shouldn't have been asleep. It, I guess. Yeah, you shouldn't have. It's it's really awesome. All, especially um, as a as a horror fan, I really appreciated uh, these certain aspects of it, like the um, the set. Like I, as I was saying about the set design, there are a couple like torture devices in this movie Ooh. that are as soon as they appeared, I'm like, ooh, I got settled in, and, and like there's like a 
uh, this like kind of rack that they put a person in, and there's there's like yeah. a, a vice for every limb, oh, like, wow. like like uh, both legs, both arms, and the head, and then there's like this drill thing that they that like they they aim at the head, mm-hmm. and then uh, and it's I, I don't want to give it away, but um, wow. sounds like the one from Saw. Which one? The one where you <laughs> twist all five limbs. Uh-huh. Yeah, kind of, that I, that's where I was expecting them to go with it. I thought they were gonna tighten the the grip on every single one of them and like just wreck each of his legs and arms <laughs> and, and then and then the head or something like that. That looks that in Saw that looks hilarious. <laughs> that made me yeah. ill. Which that, saw that was that? Saw three. Yeah, oh, the black the black guy up standing in the uh, in the big thing and he's got the the thing around his head and it goes like kink kink. Oh kink, yeah kink. yeah yeah I remember that. Yeah. And yeah. it, like it twists his leg until his shin just like splinters out of his skin. <laughs> I left my ass off. <laughs> I can't saw three, especially the part with the pig guts. That's another thing. I'm that like really made me gag. That like I that was one of the one of those times where I got really close to throwing up during the movie. I've never thrown up during a movie, but that got me close. Hill House. Sorry, it's gonna keep going back to it as long yeah. as we talk about horror. Mm. It gave me a new blah, thing blah, to be scared. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> just, no, no, hey, can you? I'm trying not to hear. <laughs> I'm trying not to hear. I'm not, he's, he's not going to spoil anything. Okay. Uh, especially because he's not even done episode yeah. two. Yeah. Yeah. It gave me something else to be scared of. Yeah. And I won't say what. I can't wait. I, I can't, can't wait, wait to start it. It's so good. Um, you don't see what it is until episode two or three. Oh, okay. I'm scared. Can you watch I, it with me? I can't wait star? to watch more of it. Yes. I'm scared. I I I'm watched going it back at, through it again once I'm done it. Yeah, that's I not not to go back to this, but I, like I watching when I first watched it, I um, it was noon and I was about to go into work and you know all the sh- all the uh, blind the shutter shades were up, and I'm you know it's full daylight in here and I'm like looking in the corners like oh shit like around my house while I'm getting ready and like, yeah it didn't scare me. It's just another. It found another thing that maybe like oh wow that's fucked. I yeah. can't really look at that. That's awesome. That's. One thing I really like about that show is that, like, you, at least, well, for me, like, um, I immediately sympathized with the characters, and I, I liked, I liked them. It, it uh, and me three episodes to learn their names. That, I was having trouble with some of their names going into it, because, because they, there's a lot of setup in those, like, that first episode, and they're just, like, dropping names, like, well, left and right. But part of it's because of, it, they have the setup that I said, where it's yeah. every episode specific. But anyway, back to Apostle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um... <laughs> But 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 about haunting of Hill House. Oh my god! <laughs> no, what I really appreciate about this is that I I got I am getting so into the characters. So when the scary parts are happening, I'm genuinely frightened for them because I don't want anything to happen to them, and that doesn't happen well, a lot in okay, horror. Okay, that was one of my issues with uh-huh. it so far. Is it does the same thing as the original It, where it's flashing back to the present. Oh yeah. So like, there's no chance where like these kids are gonna get fucked up because it's like, well, no, I've well, seen yeah, where no. they end up. Yeah, yeah, because you know. Granted, they don't eventually. end up in great places. <laughs> right, yeah. But but even still, like, I guess because I insert myself into those scenes sometimes. Um, oh, so good. Oh, anyway, Apostle. Um, so yeah, if you want a if you want a pretty, pretty excellent um, horror movie, I, I well I, I should say that there are some some flaws I had. Um, the characters, aside from uh, Dan Stevens and Michael Sheen, are kind of eh. They're they're memorable in that you remember what they looked like and what they did, but like uh, they weren't very, very uh, complex or deep characters. I don't remember any of their names, um, but they were likable enough. And even some of the douchebags, like that, I ended up hating, really hating the one guy. And I didn't want he he this one guy does something, to, and, and you're hoping the Hollywood tropes will kick in, and that like ah oh, someone will come in at the last minute and like make things okay, and you're like no nope, shit's shit sucks. And uh, <laughs> I had a, I had a hard time. 
liking Dan Stevens mm. uh, right away. Um, they don't give you much on his character because it, it starts off like it, it hits the ground running pretty much, and you don't get a lot from his character. He's there by himself basically, so he, he doesn't, and he's trying to maintain this secret that he's like a spy, you know, looking for his sister. And if he gets found out, he'll get killed. So he doesn't say a whole lot. He talks to a couple people. And, you know, one or two people figure out a secret, but that doesn't have much of a bearing on any... Uh, and there, are, there are no kind of consequences, really, that, that come from that. So, like, certain things are picked up and then, like, dropped off. And, uh, you know, for no reason. So that is that is a, that is an issue I had. And, as I said, Dan Stevens, it's... Had a hard time getting into his character. But then, like, halfway through, uh, they, like, they, they drop some big knowledge about his character and like, oh, okay, now I know more where he's coming from and, and, uh, but it comes a little too late. Um, but having said that, I really enjoyed the story and, uh, it was, it was unique. Like they, they used all familiar elements, but they, but they used them to create, to create something different. And it was, I, re I really liked the, the directions the story took. Um, so, uh, so yeah, I really enjoyed this a lot. I would definitely check it out, especially if you're a fan of, uh, the raid movies, uh, it's, you know, from the same director. So, I can't see why you wouldn't like this one. Uh, so I would have to give it eight brain augers out of ten. <laughs> Which also, awesome brain, brain augers yeah. would be a great band name. Yeah. Future band name. I'm getting. I'm calling it right now. Let's see. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I can sing. I have the voice I, yeah, of with a lizard. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> the what? face he made as he said that. Because it's... He felt gross. It, I, I was about to talk up my singing abilities, but then I realized I suck. No, so he's such a good singer. Oh, shut up. <laughs> You're Stop such it. a good singer. You'd fail a song in rock band. <laughs> Where literally uh, all they're looking for is the pitch. Yeah, just... <laughs> you could just go, oh... We used to do that. Yeah, you don't even have to sing the words. Well, because I like, played it when I, I was 12, like, so yeah. I couldn't get drunk. So I couldn't... I mean, you could, mm. but it would be really fucked my, up for you to do that. My dad's a cop. Yeah, you can't. <laughs> yeah. Or that would be super fucked up. Alright, uh... Tyler? Bumps too? I'll make it really quick. Yeah. Okay. It's it's not as good as the first one. They had one good line. Oh, you told... Yeah, it, it, yeah. I genuinely love that. What's it's, the line? Um, can you say it? You can say it now and I'll, I'll take it out. Okay. Well, it doesn't even matter because they show it in the fucking trailer. Do they, they don't show no. the actual scene, but... They show, the movie's written like a Goosebumps book. It progresses exactly like one. Jack Black gets to the town, and he gets out of his car, and everything's going to shit. And it's supposed to be his first book is coming oh, yeah. to life, like the unreleased one. Mm -hmm. Which, by the way, now I think about it, it doesn't make sense, because it has the characters from all the books after that oh, one. Oh, okay. but, That yeah. makes no sense. Yeah, I didn't think about that until right now, but... That's like a very like as soon as you come up with that idea, you should be like, oh wait, that doesn't work. Right. Yeah, because they have <laughs> the plot is Slappy the puppet is yeah. bringing all the other things to life, and that's apparently what the plot of the book is. Oh. So unless unless Slappy he based those future books on the things he introduced in the first book. I guess it's not even a complete book. It's <laughs> the plot. But um, anyway, the two things where he gets to the town, the town, and he's like, wow, my ideas were cliche back then. Because <laughs> it's just a bunch of like skeletons and mm -hmm. zombies and goblins and ghouls. But then the camera pans over and you see a red balloon on top of a sewer grate, and he's like, "I knew I did that first. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's pretty good. Yeah. But yeah, solid. Nice. If you had a kid, like seven. Nice. Otherwise, and, and, like six. 
Okay. Jack Black is completely an afterthought. <laughs> yeah, that's it, that's what it seemed like that he was probably too busy shooting House of the Clock and Balls, and uh, <laughs> and so he took like a day off and like All right, I'll go do a scene. Not even too. a day off. He because like the entire movie, it's cutting to him in his house. Well, no, the first time you see him, it's him in his house. You don't see him. You just see his hand clicking the answering machine. Oh, so it might not even have been Jack. Like it was a stand. Yeah, just like and then he leaves. And then you see him a second time, and he's driving to the town, and it shows his signs like New York. And then the third time, he gets to the town, and he gets out of his car, he says those lines, and then you don't see him again until, like, the climax of the movie. Oh, wow. Jeez. It, the, the, the trailer, I thought it was going to be directed DVD, because Jack Black wasn't okay. in the trailer, and I thought, like, oh, this is, like, a cheap sequel. That was the other thing. The CG looks like shit. Yeah. Okay. Like, the first one genuinely doesn't look this bad. Yeah. The first one has, like, a special place in my heart because it's the first movie I saw while working at our theater. Yeah. <laughs> so, nostalgia reasons. you. Yeah, that and I yeah. liked Goosebumps growing up. Yeah. It's like children's mm-hmm. horror. So, would you, re- you you would recommend it for someone who just, like, th- they like the first one, so they want to see the second one, so just, like, it's not a waste of time, like, if it, you like the first one? It's, like I said, it's not as good as the first one, but mm-hmm. it's not terrible. Like, it could have mm-hmm. been so much worse. Yeah. Bad times. Right. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah. Uh, Drew Goddard, director of Cabin in the Woods and Cloverfield, brings us the Diet Tarantino character-driven crime mystery Bad Times at the El Royale. <laughs> Seven strangers, each with their own dark secrets, all collide on one fateful night at Lake Tahoe's El Royale Hotel. Cool criminals say cool things, secrets are unearthed, violence erupts unexpectedly, and Chris Hemsworth continues having trouble finding shirts with buttons at work. Thank God. <laughs> I love you. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, bad times the El Royale. What'd you guys think? It was a great time. At the El Royale. At the bad times of that one. Oh, <laughs> it was a great time. I had a great time at the El Royale. I'll tell you. That. <laughs> no. I had to. So you really, you really liked it. I really had a lot of fun mm-hmm. while watching it, and I think yeah. it's really um, funny that you say like um, you know boiled. However, you said it like Tarantino because I mm-hmm. when we were watching, I'm like. This is reminding me of Tarantino. However, it's like the Tarantino light, mm-hmm. you know. One shot reminded me of Tarantino. Really? Yeah. It's the shooting part. Oh. The way that it was so like over the top was the only time where I was oh, like, "Oh, okay, it's Tarantino." Oh yeah, like the crazy yeah, like when the yeah. it's like one shotgun shell and it just totally fucks up that entire wall. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It, yeah, it gets pretty crazy uh, towards the end, and it's mm-hmm. no, that's that's the middle. Oh. Uh, oh, I see what yeah. you mean. Okay, yeah. gotcha. Because it was like, it was so over the top. However, at the same time, it was kind of like yeah, like balanced with yeah. other stuff. It wasn't constantly over. It wasn't an action movie. Like there are shootings and death and stuff, but it's like it's well paced. Oh, and, totally. and it's like yeah. uh, so. I say Diet Tarantino because it, it has a very similar structure to a lot of mm-hmm. his movies. That like a, that kind of non-linear chapter storytelling device yeah. and um and you know like multiple cool characters and like it's this movie's very character driven like mm-hmm. i people were complaining afterwards that like there wasn't enough plot or or yeah, whatever but people it's people were also drunk and talking the whole movie yeah exactly yeah <laughs> but it's like the, the the point of the movie isn't to have like it's not supposed to have like this complex over the uh, you know convoluted yeah. plot it's about these characters all coming together you know on this on this one night and uh, just how how their lives are affected, you know, and, uh, mm-hmm. and their characters all, like, they're all trying to seek, a, you know, redemption of some kind, and they're all, 
and they're all colliding. You get to see how these these characters uh, deal with that, and they're all very unique. Every single one of them is really unique. I, I loved everybody in this movie. All, Me too. The cast was awesome. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, the movie has kind of like a. It reminded me of uh, Rashomon, uh, which is a. Uh, I don't know. It's a it's an old Japanese uh, film from uh, uh, Kira Kurosawa. Uh, we could have talked about that earlier too. How so? Hmm? Oh yeah. Ah oh, shit. Yeah, we could have. Uh, maybe. Well, maybe. Um, uh, but um, in Rashomon, it's the 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 story centers around this one important event, and the whole thing is told from the perspectives of. Uh, these three three uh, other characters and they each tell their side of the story and each side is different from the other and you you know details are different between them and like parts of you know overlap whatever but um this movie's similar in that like you see this whole evening play out from like different characters perspectives and then it, you know it eventually gets caught up and then eventually they all mm -hmm. collide and then and then it continues after that so um it starts out very like non-linear. You get like the Jeff Bridges story. You get the you know John Hamm story. Mm -hmm. You get and Dakota Johnson. Where, where they lead up and yeah, yeah Dakota Johnson. Everybody in the movie was so good. Mm -hmm. I loved um Jeff Bridges especially. Uh, I liked I liked him very much. Mm -hmm. He's I I love him as as an actor. So I was really looking forward to him to begin with, and I, I really enjoyed his character. He was more complex than I thought he would be. Everybody in the movie was more complex than I thought they would yeah, turn totally. out to be. Well, that's something to mention, the fact that the advertising shows fuck all about this movie. Yeah, I was really... I was expecting, like, New Year's Eve style. <laughs> yeah. Where, like, it's just a bunch of celebrities, because that's basically what they're advertising. It's kind yeah, of all that it, way. Yeah, kind of like a foul-mouthed, violent love, actually. <laughs> <laughs> but, I like uh, that. Uh, well, that was something that made me really happy about this whole thing was the trailers gave you pretty much nothing. And like one of them is literally just Chris Hemsworth walks up to the building... Yeah. And yeah. Logo. yeah. I I love that 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 was all you were given in the trailers was just like here are all these different actors, they're all stuck in one place and stuff happens. And uh they they didn't spoil anything and also that gamble's turning out not to end up well though. The what? That gamble is not playing out well for them. Yeah. Yeah, it's not doing too well, but that and that, that is so annoying because again, the other the other thing I really liked about this movie was that uh it's an original movie. In a crowded lineup of mm -hmm. sequels and reboots yeah. and readaptations and like no, I want to see Venom a third time. No, <laughs> God, no, we need to make a remake of Venom. <laughs> to be fair, at this point, they really should just do a remake of Venom. Yeah, I. Okay. But anyway, everything I, about it felt so original because like mm -hmm. it, I think the timing was perfect. It was like what mid sixties or something. Late 60s. It took late place 60s? in 1969, I believe. Okay, yeah. so like yeah. late 60s, like you could really just feel like you were there. Like the setting was the fucking incredible. soundtrack in this movie. The soundtrack, awesome. the costuming, like everything like sucked you in. Yeah. And I loved where I was. I was very taken by the world that they yeah. that they made in this movie. Yeah, and, and um, um, I think my favorite thing was the pacing. I mean, you were talking about mm -hmm. it, how it's very non-linear. And like my favorite... Thing is for like one event to happen and then you show like each person's perspective and they did mm -hmm. that a couple of times not to the point where it got annoying but i loved how it very naturally flowed into each other mm -hmm. i felt like that was tedious you think so i kind of agree like it i i was really enjoying what i was watching yeah. but we kept stopping and then and then ending at parts that we have seen before and um... like and i i wanted I wanted to keep going. Really? Like I, I, and they were lingering on stuff way too much. 
Like, there's the scene where uh, John Hamm is going through, like, the wiretaps in his room. And oh. that goes for, like, it feels like a solid two or three minutes. Oh, it definitely does, but I love that scene. That's I, like, I know, enjoy it very they much. could have showed him getting the first wiretap. Oh, no. And then start for was... the second one, and then just quick cut to, like, the table where there's a bunch of them. No, I disagree, oh, no. because there was so much fun watching him do it. And, like, that scene wasn't too long, it, but I thought a little long. It you was were very... like, how many is he going to get? Yeah, I, I liked it, because it, it was a very eerie scene. I mean, that that yeah. is one of the parts that was given to you in the trailer. Mm-hmm. Like, the whole the secret hallway thing. Um, uh, but I... Because you're, you're right there with John Hamm as you, like, discover the scene. You're like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. And he's, like, walking around, you know, and observing the different rooms. he starts doing it, yeah. And uh, you're, you're mm-hmm. kind of trying... Meanwhile, you're trying to figure out what John Hamm's endgame is yeah. and all this and what he's trying to do. And um, I liked him very much, especially when too. his character turns and you're like, oh, what's what's this guy about? And mm-hmm. that's how it is with everybody in the movie. You ex- you think you know what they're there for or mm-hmm. you know they're uh, what they what they want out of this and uh but then like you know things turn and it's not what you expect um so it, it is a very original movie it like apostle it uses things that you've seen before in a bunch of like you know all people trapped in one location together cool criminals <laughs> having fun conversations and all that but it's unique and it's done really well and i uh, mm-hmm. just i enjoyed the performances so much yeah, the soundtrack, yeah. the mm-hmm. you know, whole vibe Amazing. of the movie, the atmosphere, the the whole six, like, and I liked that the pacing was it was slow, but it wasn't slow to a fault. It was yeah. like, like I it took its time, and I appreciated just like letting scenes breathe, yeah. like the shots. Some shots in this movie lasted a very long time, like the hallway scene. But I, for me, I didn't I didn't get bored or anything. I totally um, agree with you. I wasn't talking about the hallway scene. I was talking about him taking the wiretaps out. <gasps> Oh, 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 oh. I thought you were talking about the hallway scene. No, the hallway scene, oh, okay. granted, they could have probably cut a couple seconds off that, too. But, yeah. no, him going through his room was, yeah. like, it felt like they could have shaved some off. Because isn't this, like, no. almost two and a half hours? Yeah, two hours and twenty. Yeah. Yeah. But it was worth it. it. It's my worth it, but you, mm. you gotta also look at it from the perspective of, like, the normal mm-hmm. people who just want to go in and, like... That's true waste an hour to that's the yeah I, I i get the sense that taking something pe- too seriously because i could when we saw it i could feel people getting antsy well again that's because the people behind us were drunk and yeah. talking and it was midnight and people tend not to be very patient when they're drunk yeah <laughs> yeah that's this is the kind like it's it looks like a very mainstream movie but it has a very disciplined pace and yeah. it's it's a very kind of old-fashioned yeah. kind of movie it's not a hollywood blockbuster like it has big names in it but it's not that kind of movie mm-hmm. and uh Which, again the posters totally don't show yeah yeah the posters by the way were shitty for this yeah that's yeah, when i was when i was figuring out what posters i was going to put up in the at the box office for the showtimes like i each poster i'm like I t- see i don't like that one like and i don't like that one and i, I don't want to put up any of them but mm-hmm. when i went one of them like they put a focus on who they got yeah, because yeah. I have a feeling the studio was like, we don't know how the fuck to advertise this. Yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah, we got Thor in this movie. Let's just put him front and center. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. even though Chris Hemsworth does not have a very large part in this movie, no, he, no, he, he has, has an role. amazing part in this movie. Yeah, he has a large part, but it's a part that comes late. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's I I love that about this. That's another thing I loved about this movie was um, 
if this were just like a complete Hollywood cash grab, they would have been like, oh, we've got to introduce Chris Hemsworth like a whole hour sooner. Well, yeah. then they do intro him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They have the scene on the beach fairly early on, mm-hmm. but they, they don't have him front and center. Like, they have the sun kind of making it so you can't totally see him. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know his fucking voice. Yeah. 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 They, they, like, they slowly dole him out, and I, I liked that. Me too. I was really um, It really, that. it built up his, the presence he has later in the movie, where you're yeah. like, who was this fucking guy? And I think it was really interesting. I just read um, some trivia before we started, and mm-hmm. it was something that I was thinking during the movie of, and I don't want to spoil anything, but you can tell that he has a very ominous presence in his movie, mm-hmm. and, like, that shows very quickly, and I think in general in the trailers, even though you're not getting that much, you can still kind of mm-hmm. feel that, but when I was watching it, I'm like, this is very, like... Manson and stuff, and it mm-hmm. turns out that they were actually like using some imagery and stuff from Manson. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Fuck yeah, I called that!" And it mm-hmm. was like it was just so cool because I don't know, like he had just such a big presence, and he didn't yeah. have that much time. But the time that he was there, he was stealing the show, at least for me. Yeah, the I really I've heard p- people are kind of split on the ending, which we won't spoil here, yeah. but. I really liked the ending. Some people Me thought uh, it wasn't it wasn't what they wanted, but um, mm-hmm. no, I, I liked it a lot. Yeah, and on a, hmm? I said I don't know what else they wanted. Yeah, I know. Like so, uh, some people thought it was too like messy. That's the word I've seen thrown around. I liked it. I I thought it all culminated very satisfyingly. I agree. It's because all character arcs all got wrapped up, like you know I when, mean, when they should have. The one thing some are cut short out of nowhere, but other than that. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, I guess not. I liked it a lot. Yeah, me too. You had a really good point yesterday. I think you said it, Scott, and I agree with you. And I I think I was, like, thinking on the same level, and I, like, didn't fully put it together. But you said that it was basically how you wanted um, Hotel Artemis to be. Yeah. I, Mm -hmm. now if you'll remember, this was, like, episode two. Yeah. I, I enjoyed Hotel Artemis for what it was. It wasn't a great movie, but I, it was fun. But it felt like this is what Hotel Artemis should have been. You had a great mm-hmm. cast, but they weren't properly utilized, and you didn't get mm-hmm. enough out of the characters, and they just... It was more plot than character, I yeah. guess. Is that fair? It was more... I mean, both movies are very much all about the style, you know? Yeah. But Hotel Artemis was only concerned with style, and mm-hmm. let's get this... Let's get Charlie, Charlie Day in here, yeah. and he'll say some goofy shit and mm-hmm. Jeff Goldblum will have a cameo and he'll say some Jeff Goldblumy things yeah. and uh, it's cool to be fair it's never bad when you get Jeff Goldblum well no of course not no he was the best part about that movie yeah. but uh oh, they, they actually S- tried the oh. <laughs> with this movie they actually tried and mm-hmm. I guess it almost felt like having such big names was an afterthought to make sure people would like see this movie yeah the, the characters felt were very like they were all archetypes, and they felt very superficial in Hotel Artemis. Mm-hmm. But in this movie, they felt like characters. Yeah, um, that was awesome. Especially, uh, you got a little of it throughout the movie, but especially towards the end, the character of the, the, the kid, the employee. Yeah. He's Bill Pullman's son. I forget his name. I just had it up. Something Pullman. Uh, Lewis Pullman. Lewis Pullman. And I almost, I thought he was like... Tom Holland for most of it, and then he would like slightly turn his face. Yeah. I'm like, that's not Tom Holland. No, you only get like the briefest glimpse of him, like in the trailer. And I, at first, I thought it was Tom Holland. Yeah. Um, he's a he very was boyish. so good. He looked so fucking familiar, and I couldn't mm. place it. Tom Holland. It was not Tom Holland because I no. don't like Tom Holland. <gasps> yeah, he doesn't like Tom Holland. Mm. Yeah, we've gone over this. It's fine. It, he's okay. That's, so you've seen him in something before? 
No, I think so. I looked Wait, it up. He just has other credits. And I just, he just has a face. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I had really high hopes for Dakota Johnson because I can't stand her, oh, and yeah. I don't like Fifty Shades. I only saw like the first movie, but like her, she's just like that face that bugs me. And I'm like, uh-huh. I know you're the kid in high school who was like, I love everyone, and then you turned around and you're like, I hate that skin. Like, I just feel like she's wow. that person. <laughs> But I, I'm really excited for Suspiria. So this was like a yeah. test for me. And yeah. I think she was awesome in this movie. She was, I liked her very much. She didn't... Yeah. I didn't know she was in Suspiria. She's the main yeah. of Suspiria. I, I still don't know what the fuck Suspiria is about. You'll see. Maybe. Um, at some point. At yeah. some point. And also, um, Cynthia Arvel? Arvio? Who was um, Darlene, who is like probably Eric. the smallest name of this That's movie, was oh, fabulous. Yeah. She the, the singer? Yes. Yeah, she, she was, was awesome. fabulous. Why yeah. does she not even have a thumbnail? Because she's know. like the tiniest, she, uh, she's one of the tiniest names. There's a few people. A, so her, her um, Lewis Pullman, and Kaylee Spanny, who played Dakota Johnson's sister, they're all like really oh, yeah. small names, but they held their own. Next to these yeah, giant the, names. Yeah, the kids seemed spacey, but I think she was supposed to. She was supposed to be because she was yeah. supposed to be the squeaky of Manson. Yeah, I, I don't know a lot about Manson. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I kind of just, I just said it. <laughs> well, like he has his he had had. Well, has no, he still does. Um, I know he had Manson? like followers that are. He yeah. had groupies. He never technically killed anyone. All that shit. Yeah. Yeah, and but his people were devoted and like mm-hmm. like they but, were. Like, he was, was basically terrifying. Jesus to them. And uh, yeah. Yeah, this actress was terrifying. Like she like you like saw her and you're like this kid's like 15 and then she just was acting and I'm like you are probably the scariest person in this movie. Anything <laughs> about it? Any kid is going to end up being creepy than adults. Yeah, I'm gonna look yeah, her up because I actually don't know how old she is. Because kids are just fucking eerie. Yeah, That's true. You ever watch a Village of the Damned? No. The Children of the Damned? No, is that the one where they have their own village and they the, kill all the adults? They're all these kids with the same white hair. <laughs> Guys, she's four eleven. Hey, I look found at my you. sister. All she's four right. eleven and she's twenty one. Alright, so in to wrap this all up, I um <laughs> I really enjoyed it. It was a very very uh, entertaining, fun, character-driven crime film, and I with great performances, and I I really enjoyed the characters and everyone in it. And uh, uh, I mean, it, it is a bit been there, done that, and it's kind of reaching for Tarantino sometimes uh, with some of the elements in it. But um, but uh, no, it it does a very good job. So I would have to give it uh, seven things to do in Denver when you're dead uh, out of ten, <laughs> because this movie reminded me very much of like '90s crime films that all tried to be like. Tarantino and Things to Do in Denver When You're Dead is one of them, but I, I love that movie. So. Nice. So, that's my reading. I give it a 8 out of 10 times I call myself staring at Chris Hemworth's apps. It's okay, I did it. Yeah, me too. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Scotty. <laughs> no, you're fine. I think, I think he was paid a million per ab. I hope so. <laughs> it was paid off. <laughs> reading? Uh, seven shattering double-sided mirrors. <laughs> nice. Um, we're a little uh, behind in time here, so I'm going to uh, skip the recommendations unless you guys have quick ones that you want to throw out. I was struggling with it, um, and this is a very, very quick one, but I was thinking mm-hmm. almost of... Um, God, what's that movie we just saw? Um, a Simple Favor for 
Bad oh. Times at the El Royale. Oh, okay. Because it was fun, but it was like a mystery, and it was yes. like very stylistic. Mm-hmm. So that's a very off-the-cuff, surface-level recommendation. Okay. But it was good. Nice. Um, real quick, I would recommend uh, The Raid 1 and 2. If you like action movies or martial arts movies, they are spectacular, and uh, I rewatch them a couple times a year, back-to-back. Uh, back. So definitely, definitely check those out. And um, Don't ever see them. You will. Better men than you have tried. <laughs> yeah. And also, uh, thanks to doing Denver when you're dead. Watch that. That's a fun crime film with a great cast. Um, it's about these these criminals. They're, they they're supposed to pull off a job. They botch the job, and now they uh, all have uh, uh, signed their own death warrants. And uh, so they're all. It's like all these characters just dealing with the fact that they're all probably going to get uh, whacked. And uh, and uh, yeah, it's about their camaraderie and uh, how they're dealing with it. And it's very entertaining. Um, so yeah, check those out. Movie news. Movie news. Movie news. News from Flatterx. Movie news. The Haunting of Hill House uh, just came out. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. Um, okay. We can blow through some of these. Um, quick. First one and my favorite. Iron Fist has been canceled. Yay! That's, I hated that show. I never even finished the first season. Follow-up <laughs> news. Disney said they might bring it back. <laughs> Was that real? Yes, they, they did say they might pick it back up. I can't have anything. At least I've seen a couple articles saying that. It, it's okay. I tried to I, get into that goddamn show. Like uh, up until then, I had seen all of the. I, I had seen Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, Daredevil, all of them. I uh, I loved every single one of them. And Iron Fist, I tried three times to get through the first three episodes. Each one, like I, I get halfway through episode one, I had to stop. And then I and then I finished rest of episode one. I get halfway through episode two. I had to stop. And then same with three. And I just could not do it. I couldn't stand the show. And then I heard season two is actually much better than season one. But no one watched. It. Yeah, exactly. No one finished the first season, so nobody's going to tune into the second season. And uh, he was a whiny little bitch in the the Defenders. So who cares? <laughs> I couldn't do Jessica Jones. Yeah, I, I was that surprised so me. excited, and I couldn't do it. And I'm like, she's cunty. She like I couldn't get past well, because supposed it was to supposed to be angsty, but like she was just too cunning. But, but I loved her cunny. in Breaking Bad. <laughs> She's too cunning. Shut up, <laughs> But like I loved her in Breaking Bad. I actually her sister was my teacher in high school, oh, yeah. and I remember my teacher was like, "Oh, my sister is like trying to be a celebrity," and it was her, mm-hmm. and then she became this huge celebrity. And I loved her in Breaking Bad, but I just couldn't. Get used to it, uh, and I well, think I just don't like Marvel. I just think that I don't like superheroes. No, it's because the Netflix shows, by and large, aren't well done. Mm-hmm. Oh, come on. I've watched... And David Tennant. Like, I love David Tennant. And he's great in it. Yeah, and Doctor Who, and I just couldn't man. do it. I'm so sorry. I'm so <sighs> mad at myself that I couldn't do it. I tried well, so hard. Well, you also said you, you had a really hard time separating Kristen Ritter from her Breaking Bad character. That's true, That's yeah. That's because she's, kind, she's not in the show long, but when she's in it, she fucking steals her scenes. Yeah. yeah. And Breaking Bad is, like, one of my favorite, like... Same. If I could only watch one show for mm-hmm. the rest of my days, I would probably watch Breaking Bad. Yeah, it was Great Breaking show. Bad, now it's Haunting on Hill. <laughs> <laughs> so now I just literally have to turn over and I just have to start watching Haunting on Hill. Oh, I've gone, it through, through, I've gone through Breaking Bad for, like, cover to cover three times. Oh, same. So, I've watched it multiple times. You have the set. Yeah, of, like, I have the barrel over there so with the... That's so cool. Uh, I haven't shown you that, have I? No, because I was going to buy it. But... No, he has a barrel. Yeah, it's the, uh, the, the money... the. It's yeah, the uh, barrel that he buries his money in. And bodies, but... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, uh, Spoilers. <laughs> oh, yeah. Heisenberg becomes a murderer at some point. People die in Breaking Bad? What? But Drug yeah, dealing but... is kind of dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> no. But anyway, 
But yeah, um, Iron Fist canceled. I uh, am happy about that because it gives more time to uh, shows that I give a shit about. I'm sorry I talked over you when I started talking about David Tennant. You were talking, and then I was like, give it Tennant! And I'm sorry, Tyler. <laughs> oh, no, I was just going to say the Marvel se- uh, Netflix shows kind of by and large suck. Oh, I totally disagree. I've watched Daredevil 1, Daredevil 2, and season 1 of Jessica Jones. And from there, I just stopped because I was like, I don't give a fuck about anyone besides Daredevil. <laughs> and maybe Punisher. It's the fact that they make all their shit an hour long and they can't hold my attention. Yeah, that's how I that's... felt. I kept zoning out of Jessica Jones. Ugh, God, you guys. Are I've made it through Jessica Jones, but it took me like a month because every single episode is a fucking slog. I totally that's disagree. Right. That's I. I, love I agree Jessica with Jones, Tyler but... this time. This is very rare. I feel like that's fine. T- that's you know High fair five. enough. Fair enough. Woo! Friendship. Fair Roommates. Enough. Daredevil season 3 is coming out soon and I'm really excited I'll have you know it had Bullseye the same guy as the yeah. fucking Ben Affleck movie no <laughs> oh you forgot about that no tissue. I didn't no I it, it, adapted from the same character but very different nope <laughs> no if he's not flicking peanuts into old, old ladies mouths I'm gonna be very upset I thought you said penis <laughs> <laughs> wait flicking them like in, yeah, you remember the scene in Daredevil? Open wide, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> this, the scene in Daredevil when he's on the plane and there's like an old woman so, sleeping but next to him. flicking penis into the... Peanuts. <laughs> Not penises. <laughs> Peanuts. She's I snoring and, and, he, and he flicks it because because uh, he has he, he never misses. So he I like, hope people I love never listen to this. They don't hear me just uh, talking about penises and people's mouths. It's okay. They'll, they'll just hear you interrupt me all the time. That's right. You interrupt me! <laughs> it's okay. Dick. I found out my brother watched us or listened to us. So, yeah. He found out. Shout out. Do a shout out. Hi, Ryan. <laughs> shout out to Ryan! He probably won't listen to this one, so... Oh, okay. Hi, <laughs> um, Ryan. So yeah, Iron Fist canceled. Anyway. Um... Uh, do you want to talk about the Aladdin teaser trailer at all? Is there anything to say? No, because they didn't fucking show anything. <laughs> no, exactly. Three and I know it's supposed to be a teaser, but well, like it still wasn't even a teaser. It's not a teaser if three-fourths of your fucking teaser is concept art, which is taken That's from the true. original fucking thing. It looked, it looked like... No, straight up, it is taken. It's the same it, genie effect. Yeah, it it looked like the like uh, intro for an Aladdin video game. Yeah. Like the opening cinematic that like and plays yeah. when you first start up a game, like that's I what didn't it seems even like. realize that Aladdin was coming out because mm-hmm. like I'm so excited for like what like I'm more Lion excited King. for the Lion King. Yeah, and then there's that's another one coming out too, isn't there? No, but still, I, yeah. new Lion King no, movie. No, I mean they're they're advertising it as the live action yeah. Lion King. It's going to be completely digital, so yeah, it's not really totally. live action. It's like saying it's Roger Rabbit's live action. Well, it's more live action. It's a live action hybrid, but saying it's the live action is disingenuous. Yeah, yeah. like Jungle Book was. Barely live action. It had it had a kid in it. Yeah, technically it's live action. If the majority of your movie is filmed on a set that's entirely green screen, yeah, it's mm-hmm. not live action. Yeah, yeah, it's slightly um, more real. Yeah, it, yeah, but uh, uh, next news article. Um, so uh, they're trying to get James Gunn to do Suicide Squad two, and he will Good. because it's literally just Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, pretty much. Because, yeah, the first one was trying to be what Guardians was. And now that James Gunn... Uh, All the way down to fitting in the music, kind of. With the plot, yeah, exactly. I oh, I care about is Margot Robbie. That's she it. won't be in it because part of the things they're trying to do is just totally reset it. They they are... Do, it's not a sequel. They're just doing, like, a different Suicide Squad. But Look at my I, face. But, people, <laughs> uh, but like, mo- most people liked her as Harley Quinn. And they're, they're banking on her pretty hard for their future movies so i can imagine her being the only one returning 
But that's gonna confuse the fuck out of people. If it's DC not a is sequel. beyond that now. That's <laughs> 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 They're confused. <laughs> They're like, just they they show up to work every day like, all right, I got fifty ideas. Like, ah! toss them in the air. Everybody catch one. No, it's I've got fifty ideas, and then one of them comes out, and they burn the fifty ideas and grab fifty new. Yeah, ideas. that's. <laughs> and then every time a new movie comes out, they're like, all right, clear the table. <laughs> all right, new ideas. What do you got? Nobody liked it. Because they already uh, said they had... Sorry, go ahead. No, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Because I'm trying to formulate... I was just going to say... Well, first they had Shazam, and they were supposed to have Black Adam with Dwayne Johnson. Mm -hmm. They were going to introduce Black Adam in Shazam, and they're like, nah, Shazam needs to be his own thing. Now Black Adam needs to have his own movie. Yeah. And (laughs) And then they were like, Black Adam for Suicide Squad 2. And now they're like, no, Suicide Squad 2 is not (laughs) happening. Now a Suicide Squad kind of sort of remake, but not really because we're probably still going to have some of the cast that worked. Yeah, so is this supposed to be a sequel with a new cast? Like, as in, like, Girl with a Dragon Tattoo, new movie is supposed to be, like, a sequel, but it's not a sequel? No, that's a sequel. It's based based on the book sequel. That's based on the book sequel. Well, it's the third sequel. To the first book. Yeah, but then is Suicide Squad supposed to be a sequel, or is it supposed to be just a second DC it's just, movie? It's just going to be another DC Suicide Squad movie, apparently. But they just did that. I know, but... But they're hoping you forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. The fuck, bro? Su- Suicide Squad did really well business-wise, and they want to make another one, did but it? It, it it did really well. Box office? Oh. It did extremely well. and uh, But, like, I most people... that movie. It, oh, God. Fuck well, I I'm have... not gonna I'm not gonna get into this. This is no. Whole... It wasn't good. No, Margot Robbie's hot as fuck. That's true. What's better? She was a good right? Harley Quinn. What's better, Suicide Squad or Last Jedi? Suicide Squad, no doubt. Oh no, guys! Shut up, I hate you. dude. <laughs> Me? Suicide Squad at least has like it's edited colorfully, so I'm looking oh. at shit. Last Jedi. I didn't see Suicide Squad. Confused. Hi. Hi. Yeah. Well, now she's coming out. Okay. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. I just it's okay. Find her. It's okay. Yep. Yeah. Bye, Scott's mom. Okay, what were we talking about? Suicide Squad. Oh, the editing. By far the worst part about the movie. Oh, no, it's shitty. Yeah. But it's colorful. <laughs> well, yeah. Look, I'm like a toddler. If you shake keys in front of me, I'm I know. Like, <laughs> it, it was it was editing for the ADD crowd. Like it's it's. I've got bad news for you. The majority of the population is the ADD crowd. Oh, I know. It that's what happens when you get a trailer company to edit your movie. No, not a trailer company. Two trailer companies. Oh my gosh! Don't I didn't me. see Suicide Squad, uh, so I feel like I can't comment. There's one cut, and they hired an ad firm or an ad agency to cut a second one, and they screened that for people, and everyone said that was shitty, so they got a second one to cut that one. And they combined oh them from what I heard. Uh, that's the third cut. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's why they introduced all the characters, like, three times. Yes, yeah, that's... Because the... Originally, the movie was shot and cut and ready to go. And then the trailers started coming out, and they had, like, uh, Queen and Ballroom Blitz, like, in the trailer. People loved those trailers. So, yes. Warner Brothers, reactionaries that they are, decided, like, Oh, shit! They love these trailers! Let's... And the movie is nothing like these trailers! Let's get these trailer companies to edit versions of the movie more like the trailers. So, like, the majority of the movie has, like, a pop soundtrack... Oh my yeah, God. the the first like ten minutes, it's like ten different songs. It's like twenty like, minutes. It's the, that's ridiculous. The first twenty minutes is them introducing the characters, and all of them are like a music video. Yeah, and every song is so on the nose, 
and like uh, yeah. like, like what was Harley it? Quinn's. These boots are made for walking, or, or like Harley Quinn's uh, song or something. Like, Quinn's, or no, you, you don't, you don't own, me. own me. That's right. Yeah. Oh yeah. But uh, yeah, like they all had very like on the nose song choices for, and it and it's just constant cutting, and it felt like they were trying to be like Guardians. <laughs> I took Tyler's yo-yo. He plays with this yo-yo every single episode, yeah, and I you took are it. derailing. <laughs> Am Stop. I? Stop. No. You're derailing from okay. suicide. You don't stuff. own me. Yeah, my bad. Okay. You don't own me. All right. Me. Uh, next article. Uh, <laughs> Copyright. <laughs> Pet Cemetery trailer came out. <gasps> Fuck yeah. Yeah. I'm all about it. I didn't watch it. Have you uh, have you seen the original Pet Cemetery? No. That's part of the reason I didn't watch it. Oh, okay. It's so good. I'm all well, about it. I, well, you made it sound like it was fucking awful. I did. <laughs> you. I think you said it was like the pet the first time cemetery is terrible. But in the oh. best way. It yeah, it's it's just not very good. I, in my opinion, it's not very good. We're I, going to see like the worst of the worst in like an hour. So it uh, <laughs> so, like so that this the the new one is probably going to be a step up. Um, the only thing is uh, I I loved um, Fred Gwynn uh who who played the 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 uh, the old man Herman Munster on the Munsters and the uh, the judge in my cousin my cousin Vinny. My cousin Vinny. Yes, he uh he played the neighbor in. Pet Cemetery, you know, at the, yeah, yeah that, him. that cemetery up the road, yeah. The, yeah, that New England accent, um, he's been replaced by John Lithgow, and I fucking love John Lithgow yeah, from too. Third Rock from the Sun and everything, but he's not doing that, that <laughs> accent, which is unfortunate, um, yeah, but it looks, it looks like good. a slick, scary adaptation of the, you know, remake of the movie, that's, I'm not all that excited about it, because I've seen it, and I, I think if you are going to remake something, you should remake something that wasn't done very well the first time and, and you know, improve upon it. But, uh, I don't know. I just don't care all that much. I, like, I'm excited because I loved Pet Cemetery and, like, mm-hmm. I don't know, like, I just love that concept. And I... Yeah. The original movie isn't great, but we had so much fun watching it. It's entertaining. Yeah. So, like, I don't have the highest hopes for this because I still want it to mm-hmm. be kind of, like... It's got like, a creepy cat. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about the masks thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's... Probably two on That's the That's something that was in the original oh, really? novel, but they uh, it looks like they may have expanded it for the movie because, like, back in the day when the kids would, they would have, like, a uh, like a funeral march, like, yeah, for their for their pets. That's and they creepy. Would, and they would wear, like, masks and costumes and shit. Um, but it looks like that might have been expanded in, like, the new movie. But, uh, yeah. You were going to say something? No. Going back to uh, Haunting of Hell. <laughs> <laughs> Second episode. <laughs> Well, we, we are now on the Haunting of Hill House podcast. Uh, I am oh. dropping the title. It came from Theater 7. Until it came I go from Hill it, House. It came from Hill House. <laughs> Until we get, I go through it like three times, I'm going to be on this shit. Like, I'm looking at posters <laughs> for the new house. Really? God. Uh, I gotta get through it. And uh, final final article here. Um, have you guys seen World War Z? No. Yeah, I actually... Yeah. I heard about... Uh, apparently World War Z was done by the same guy who did Mindhunters. And like, well, so the first World War Z was done by a guy named uh, Mark Forster, who did like Monsters Ball and uh, Quantum of Solace. Uh, but um, <laughs> so the first World War Z it was it was fine, considering the uh, production problems it had, it turned out a lot better than I thought it would. But it was fine. Um, but David Fincher, who was responsible for Mine Hunters and Seven and Alien Three and uh, <laughs> Social Network and you can't Growth put the Dragon Alien Tattoo. Three on him. I like Alien Three, so I'm not going to I, give that. Including not... the original cut? No, not the original cut. 
Yeah. The assembly cut, the with all the stuff that they cut out added back in, I enjoy very much. Most people, like, the layman has not seen the assembly cut. They've right, seen yeah. The... Most people who have seen all the Alien movies hate Alien 3, the theatrical cut, but the assembly Except cut is excellent. Yes, well, the assembly cut. Theatrical cut sucks. What's it Anyway. Uh, th- a lot. Uh, uh, they like changed an, an entire alien species, basically. Yeah, and it's there's like a whole hour of like added footage. Interesting. Yeah. Um, but anyway, David Fincher apparently is uh, going to do World War Z 2, which but is was, really strange, but really awesome. That was the interesting thing that I heard. Cause I was talking to Mike earlier, mm-hmm. and he's like, yeah, apparently... Dave Venture is, like, stopping World War Z 2 right now so that he can focus on Mindhunters. And, like, he's pulling away from other shit so he can focus on that. Yeah, he because he was... It was said before that he was going to do World War Z 2, but then he uh, dropped that so he could continue Mindhunters. And I guess Mindhunters Season 2 is nearly done, so apparently he's back on for World War Z 2. Um, it'll be his... F- I believe it's his first sequel since Alien 3. World War Z 1 is fucking awful. I don't think it's that bad. Dude, that's the worst cure for a disease I've ever fucking heard <laughs> You yeah. don't remember? I remember the end of the movie. Where, it, where he drinks Pepsi and everything's okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like Kelsey, that um, have you seen Jenner it? commercial? Pretty much, no. Kylie Jenner commercial? The final shots of the movie is basically... Uh, Brad Pitt, I think. Yeah. yeah. Brad Pitt infects himself with a, dis- a deadly disease, so the zombies ignore him. So he just immediately walks to a Pepsi machine, gets a Pepsi, drinks it, and then walks out. Right? I hate and then all the, all the zombies like run past him then, and it's supposed to be like a... But it's it's such a shoehorned in moment, because it's like, ah, surviving the zombie apocalypse with Pepsi. And like it's and they all just run... It was such a... Uh, um, it's... The fucking idea is stupid. They'll ignore you if you have a deadly disease. It it, it was different. Like the, like the zombies are just like he's gonna die anyway. Let's just let him <laughs> live it out. I guess it's in in a in a movie about a worldwide zombie apocalypse starring Brad Pitt as the hero uh, as as Brad Pitt. Pretty much, I, I I could buy it with the shittiest wig ever. Brad Pitt. Now that's is his actual only... hair. He had a weird ass haircut in that movie. That's. <laughs> And he, he, I feel like he barely spoke. I can barely remember a single line he had in that movie. It was just kind of like, all right, we got this zombie movie. We we, we digitally inserted Brad Pitt into it, so fucking watch it now. <laughs> and uh, All that I remember from it besides the ending is just they showed it the, the uh, King of Prussia. Oh, yeah, that's right. And yeah. Brad Pitt was there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the only real things I remember are the, the ending, uh, which I thought was oh, and suitably the wall. tense. Yeah, the wall. Yeah, they have, like the zombies. They're like a, a hive mind, and they all like clamp, climb all over each other. The zombies work together to make a ladder. Yeah, pretty much. But that's like what insects do that, though, and that's I, I understood. It it was an interesting twist on what we're used to in zombie movies, and it was it was a spectacle thing. It was it's definitely a dumb movie, but I thought it was it was well made dumbness. I it was entertaining. I've also just heard it has nothing to do with the source material like at all. Yeah, no. Not like the the if you're going to adapt the book, it really should just be the audiobook of it because it's all like testimonials of people who were who so survived. An anthology. This. Yeah. You could do an anthology. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like a TV series even. Like uh, yeah. It yeah. Anyway, um, so thing... David Fincher's doing it, so I'm unreasonably excited now. Um, as long as they let him do what he what he wants to do. Yeah. The only things I like Brad Pitt in are in Glorious Bastards, Twelve Monkeys, and Seven, and I think that's it. My mom was in Twelve Monkeys. 
What? What? She was an extra in the airport scene. Are you serious? Really? Yeah. I love that movie. She's she constantly tells me she's like you can't even see me in the shot, but I made like two hundred <laughs> bucks when I met Brad Pitt. That's right. That's awesome. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's the only so thing cool. I like. Actually, really enjoy him in. I've it's never seen monkeys. it. It's so good. Uh, Twelve Monkeys. Yeah. Oh, it's never so seen Glorious good. Bastards or Twelve what? Monkeys. What? I wasn't allowed to watch shit growing up. Me neither. Fair enough. And Scott changed that for me. <clears throat> yeah, I love him in yeah Twelve Monkeys, Glorious Bastards, Fight Club. I never saw Most Fight Club. Seen it. <laughs> yeah, I've never seen Fight Club. Um, that's one of those movies. As soon as it's over. I've like restarted it immediately and watched through it again. That was one back when I had time <laughs> to do that. I've got time now. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's the news and uh, that's the episode, I guess. Thank you for uh, listening to this episode of It Came From Theater 7. Uh, join us next week where we will be reviewing fucking Halloween 2, <gasps> but not 2. Halloween. The new Halloween comes Shut out. Shut the fuck up! Yeah. Halloween H2O or H- H4O. Yeah. <laughs> H2.0. Yeah. Um, I am incredibly excited about this movie. I can barely sit still. Um, I know nothing about the series. Well, either Monday or Tuesday night, you need to be free so we can play it. I'll let you know. Because I'm planning on rewatching the new one right before the... Or rewatching the old one right before the new one. I want to join. Can I? Yes. Yes. Okay, but only if you do the remake instead. Get the fuck out. I mean, okay, we gotta go. <laughs> Episode's over. Um, so yeah, I'll be reviewing Halloween, and I'm probably going to review a movie called uh, Terrified. It's on uh, Shudder. Not Terrified? No. I will probably watch it, but it's been out, so I can't review it. Um, I kind of read it. I might talk about it. But yeah, Terrified, a new horror movie on Shudder that's getting a, a bit of buzz, and I'm uh, super excited about it. And I might review First Man, the uh, Ryan Gosling, uh, Neil Armstrong movie. That shit is dying hardcore. Really? In, in our in our theater. At oh, least. okay. Like I haven't paid attention to the box office. Total of twenty tickets today for it. All oh day. wow! Damn. Um. So yeah, and uh, by the way, uh, new emails this week. Um. What the hell, Corey? Yeah, dropping the ball, Corey. Um, but if you have any questions you want us to um, answer on the episode, you can send us an email to it came from theater seven at gmail dot com, and that is seven spelled out s e v e n. Any kind of question you want to ask or feedback, whatever, send it to us. We'll probably read it on the air, and then we'll answer it. Actually. What? Scott and I had a... This is going to be very short, I promise. Scott and I had a discussion today where I need viewers to give us feedback. When a guy wears a leather thing on his wrist, is that called a leather cuff, or is that called a leather bracelet? That's a cuff. It's a cuff. Thank you. Scott said it was a bracelet. I'm like, no, it's a leather cuff. Googled this. I want people to write in. I don't want to wait a week for... Send us emails! No, don't. Don't. Is it a cuff or a bracelet? Ignore that. You're going to get 20 emails. She's like, it's totally a cuff. It's a cuff. (laughs) Bye! (laughs) Fuck you. All right, we'll see you. We'll see you. Shut up. All right. We'll see you next week. Bye, guys. Shalom, amigos. Say bye. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Get the fuck off. I can tell you.